All right. We have the Quick Learning Techie Show, the 25th of January, 2020. 25th. Yeah. Yes. So get driving. Get driving. Get driving, son. As always, we have a it's few people here. January 25th. It is the 25th. Wow. Yeah, it is. Time flies when having fun. Yes. Yes, it does. Time flies when listening to some podcasts on Edified Access Radio. So, before we get too much into the, the, the show stuff today, which isn't going to be too much or too little, uh, we have a couple of people with me today. Uh, not physically, but Blake is 25 miles north of me. And Russell is down there in Alabama. Way down there. Way over in the southeast of Alabama. Way down there. Way down there. More, more down there than anybody's used to me being. Yeah. All right. So a few other people said they were going to show up, but they haven't made it here yet. Uh, I could start calling them out just in case they're listening to the stream. Hey, Jason, you said you're going to be here. Creighton said he was going to be here. Now, last week, the Quick Learning Techie Show was done, it was recorded, I thought I had it up there just nice, I had a typing error in the file name so things weren't working right, so Blake Type tried to rename it, and the whole thing kind of got messed up, so he, he got a hold of me beyond my do not disturb settings of about midnight and I got the message to what was going on so I went to my trusty MacBook Air to try and fix things well that also went <laughs> because the same error that happened also happened on the MacBook Air uh, file synchronization between all these computers. So I listened, tried to listen to the file and it didn't get very far. About the only part of the file I got sounded like this. And this came from the MacBook Air and from the other uh, online servers. It sounded like this. This is all I got of it. Let's see, I need the right sound card. Yeah, I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. There we go. Here we go. Jason can outrun a car. I don't think it's so. That was all I got of that file. 115 megabytes, and that was all I got of it. So, I thought, oh no, that was the only copy that I had. So, I thought all was lost. But then, as I was about to shut things down, I remembered something. Trusty desktop down here had been shut off the whole time. 
It had been shut off while this stuff was going on, which meant there should be a good copy of it on that desktop. So, I turned on the desktop. I found the file, same 115 megabytes, changed its name so that it was proper, and then I copied the file onto uh, an SD card. Then I hooked it into USB on the Mac, put the file on the Mac, and something much better happened. This is what I got. The duck. I'm going to miss the restroom. Alrighty! Introduce me when you start. Guess hey. what, everybody? Oh, we have a quick learning techie show. Yes! With all of its silliness. You know, just the way it always been. Quick Learning Techie Show on Edified Access Radio for the first time in years, years, years. Before I go, before I go on my brief break, I gotta do one thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll be back. Okay. Mm-hmm. With peanut butter ice cream. Mmm, peanut butter ice cream. I might have mm-hmm. to go to the kitchen and grab some chips. You're doing that. And that was exactly how I found I found Woohoo How come it sounds like I'm in the left channel instead of the right? You're not listening to it correctly. Oh? Yeah. You're in the right channel. Okay? This is the right channel. That's the right this channel. This is the left That's channel. That's the left channel. Yeah. I heard that correctly. <laughs> Yep. Now, you're so, also hearing, you're hearing yourself, not only directly, but a slight echo on Matt's speakers as well. Oh, maybe that's what it is. My speakers are set up so in such a way so that if anything goes through the right channel, it'd be heard through the right microphone. If anything goes through the left channel, it should be heard through the left microphone. That is the expected setup, the result is not quite what you would expect. Why not? Because (laughs) speakers reflect sound off of things and the microphone picks up those reflections along with everything else. That's right. That's why they don't sound the same, because the microphones are clear back on a wall back here. And my desk is facing that wall. That's why when you got something going through the left channel, it's not just going to be on the left. It might be no, a bit on the right. It's going to have the echo of the room to it. Unless I route things wow. around and put the microphones on top, or I can hang them in front of the speakers. That'd do it. That's unwise. It is very wise. Unwise. That way you have less reflection and such. Yeah, and more sound pickup from the speakers than anything else. Where's everybody? This is everybody. This is what we got. This is the show. Yeah, this is what we got. This is the show. So anyway. Oh. Oh, poor Russell. (laughs) Call 1-800-WAN. Boo flipping who? Boo-hoo. Now, who's going to flip the boo-hoo around to be hoo-boo? Not me. Not me either. <laughs> anyway. 
So, all right, now you're making me have to do something. Let's see here. Stupid alert. Audio hijack. Audio grid. Let's see, we're gonna have AU Metrics Reverb. Pitch changing. Bouncy, bouncy. <laughs> 
instrument, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, it is. Not really the pitch, though. It's the modulation of the sound. Efficiency. Yeah. And later on, when it comes camping season and campfires start out. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really good. And moose hunting season. Yep. I may have to start my collection of uh, campfire sounds and stuff all over again. I couldn't get that drive apart, so I couldn't try and power it with the drive enclosure that I have, so. Kind of blah. Very what do you blah. need to get it apart? A security bit? I'm not sure. I found several little screws that were really small that I didn't have any tools to get into. Did it feel like the screw had something sticking up in the center of it? Nope. Mm. They were just really small. Yeah, you, you shouldn't need security bits to take apart any hard drive enclosures. I've, I've encountered them. Oh. That's interesting. I've, I've never encountered security bits on those before. I have. In fact, okay. all the hard drives, all the hard drives I've I'm ever taken I'm not saying they're all made uh, that way, but I have encountered them, and I've countered them where you have a security bit to take the servo off. Oh, my. All the, all the hard drives I've ever taken the top of, off of, uh, I've never needed a security bit for those either, so that's kind of... Unique situation too. Yeah. 
Torques are pretty much do it for some of them, but some of them do have security on them. So anyway, along with that, today I had, or actually over the past couple days, I've had a lot of fun. I've been playing around with a Windows 10 virtual machine on the MacBook Air. It's not the fastest thing out there, but amazingly enough, on three and a half gigabits of, gigabytes of RAM, it does work. Whoever thought you could run Windows 10 on three and a half gig of RAM? 64-bit? Yep. Unactivated? Um... Nope. You paid for it? Yep. PayPal credit, Microsoft okay. Store. Alright. And here's the um, only rationale of why I would pay for such a thing. Number one. Easy Team Talk admin. Number two. A lot of radio programming software is not written for the Mac. Those were my reasons for wasting valuable PayPal credit money on something like Windows. So yep, I did it. As much as I hate to say it, I did it. I wasted money on Windows for those two reasons. Windows is free. Windows is not free. It was. Windows was not free. That was only for a while, and that was an upgrade from Windows 7 to Windows 10. If you wanted to install Windows 10, you still had to pay for Windows 10. You had to buy Windows 10 if you just wanted to install it, yeah. yeah. And the free upgrade program only happened for a year. Well, I said it was. Yeah, Actually, it was. a little more than that, the free upgrade program finally ended on January 14th. That's for accessibility, I believe. So for the mainstream, for a year, the free upgrade program occurred. And Microsoft was forcing installs of Windows 10 without notifying users as well. Yep. Ah, uh, see how they are. That's digital technology. They're in charge. You're just along for the spend. Uh-huh. That's the way they are. So it has been kind of fun. Configuring things a little bit, turning off stuff I don't need. And it actually works reasonably well. I can get in there. It's not it's not too laggy most of the time. Will I run it during the show? No, I won't. I'm already using plenty of RAM doing the stream and the audio hijack and stuff like that already. Uh, maybe one of these days, if I feel courageous, I might give it a try, run it, and see how slow things get. But nah. But things it's been fun. Probably won't slow down too much on the Mac. Right. So configuring that virtual machine has been kind of fun. So now, after podcasts and stuff are over, if people need help with their accounts, I can go in and. Do it on that. But the virtual machine takes up 15 gigabytes. <laughs> 15 gigabyte virtual machine. That's big. 
That's they, bigger than my podcast. Yeah. Bigger than I thought it would be. Which led me to my next discussion. You know, maybe I should just boot camp. I could boot camp this thing and run Windows that way and then just run Windows or Mac and pick, switch between the two. But then I got to thinking, if I made a 25 gig partition for Windows using a like disk utility or something, it won't let me resize it if I want to shrink it. That's why I chose the virtual machine route. Because once it's there, it's there. Whereas a virtual machine, yep. if things get too big, I can just delete it. There's two advantages to the boot camp, boot camp method. Yep. The first is you can use all the resources on your Mac for Windows, so it will run at its proper speed, native speed on the hardware. Yep. The second is you can run the boot camp Windows 10 as a virtual machine if you didn't want to leave your Mac environment. Oh, boot camp Windows now, 10 virtual the last machine. Time, oh. The last time I tried to install Windows 10 with boot camp, the boot camp utility did not repartition my file system on the Apple file system. That was in Mac OS X 10.14. They may have upgraded it since then. I don't know. Or maybe it's 10.13. Anyway, one of the two. Oh. That's not good. I think I'll stick with my virtual machine. That's what I've done when I run a virtual machine on Mac. Yep. So that's, that's kind of fun. Then the other advantage of a virtual machine is, uh, well, it's easy to record stuff with audio hijack if I felt like it might be a bit slow, but... I could do it, do some demos and stuff. So for now, I'll stick with the virtual machine because it's too hard to resize partitions. I don't want to allocate 30 gig to Windows, end up not needing it, have a bunch of wasted space. So that's my biggest reason. That's yeah. another advantage of the virtual machine method. It can yep. easily route audio from the virtual machine to team talk. Yep. That is the virtual machine connecting to the remote on So it's just starting up and even mine is slow. Well so there you have be. it. You got on a pro, a MacBook Pro. Doesn't matter. You and got six gig of in there with it. Matt's radio. So there you go, it's starting to speed up now, but you have two operating systems running, and I have two CPU cores allocated to the virtual machine, so everything is slowed down a little. The virtual machine is pretty slow when you first get it started, but after a few minutes, and that's a few minutes after it has logged in and started giving you sound, it will speed back up again. Yeah. Well, the advantage is you've got plenty really, of RAM. If I were to do what you just did in the middle can, of the podcast, 
things and be crawling and saying, I can't do this, there's not enough RAM. <laughs> no, it, it shouldn't. Um, if you sign four, four gigabytes of RAM to your virtual machine, it should be fine and it should run okay on the Mac, even while, yeah. while you're doing all this stuff you're doing. Cool. Yeah, I assigned 3.5 gigabytes to the virtual machine. So, I figured that might be plenty. Maybe if I give it, I don't think, additional 500 meg, things might improve slightly, but... Yeah, but overall, not bad. In my search for what was, what could be using memory in the background, I discovered no. Dropbox on the Mac can use 230 megabytes of RAM. That's ridiculous. So, whenever I start doing serious stuff, I disable Dropbox. pCloud only uses 40 or 50. So, <laughs> yeah, Dropbox is not only a pain, people have difficulty using it, but it's a memory hog, and you only get two gigabytes free. Whereas pCloud, it's easier on your system resources, it's easier to use, and you get 10 gig free. So, pCloud all the way. One of these days we might have to have a quick learning techie show pCloud edition, and uh, show off the pCloud working on different operating systems. It works almost everywhere. It works on Windows, iPhone, Android, and Mac. You technically only get six gigabytes free. The other four gigabytes you have to unlock with invitations. Oh. But even that is more than Dropbox will give you for free. Oh, yeah. And they have reasonably placed plans, plans too. So you can even get a lifetime plan. Of various sizes. So if you really think you like pCloud, you want to use it for life, the lifetime options may be the way to go. Save money in the long run. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Alright. So that was my technology adventures for the week. Let's see, if you really wanted to have fun, I could start up the virtual machine during the podcast and see what it does, and see what happens to the recording and all that. That might be fun. Yeah, it might do that. It might go... <laughs> Screwdriver. I'm going to kill Dropbox. Let's see here. Because I lift it up and run it in the background. You can't. We have a Dropbox folder, and if you get rid if you kill it, then any files I upload there, you won't get them. I'm just going to kill the Dropbox process on the computer. You can't. Files. You can't. I upload files there. I upload <laughs> files there. I know. You it's can't fine. kill it. We need to share Fine. files through Dropbox. It's you can't fine. kill it. 
Why not? It's fine. Because I need to share files with you. That can be done with sync thing. It can also be done with PCloud. We have folders on all three of them. Yeah. Too bad they're not in the same look. That's what I should have done. Had all the sync folders in the same location. Rather than PCloud and Dropbox and their own separate things, I should have had the paths go to the exact same location. Then each I file that is uploaded would go up on both services. That would be cool. I wouldn't rep. I wouldn't recommend that because you might not want to use all your space on PCloud or use overly use space on Dropbox, etc. Right, but redundancy is a good idea. There are a couple things to take note of on PCloud. Yep. The first is it's not really a hidden fact that the staff on PCloud may go through your files to make sure that you are not violating their terms of service. That's right. So don't store anything up there that you don't want other people to view. The second is you can purchase an add-on for encryption and it will enable an encrypted folder which you encrypt locally on your system and they have said that not even the pCloud staff will have access to it and have even placed on their website a challenge that they've issued to hackers to try and hack their encryption. <laughs> I'll leave it to somebody to do it. A kid in high school who was like 15 years old solved the DVD encryption. So, yeah, encryption's solvable. Yes. But sometimes it's not as solvable as they would like it to be, and in my opinion, although I don't know this for sure, I suspect that is why TrueCrypt stopped being produced, because the encryption was not so breakable. Whoever wrote that program did a pretty good job. Well, TrueCrypt should still be used, because that's what you want, is for people to not break into it. No, is, they want people to break to into solve, it. May have been able to solve the, uh, break the encryption, could he have survival skills? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's all according yeah. to what you use your brain power with. It's also according to what you are able to do mentally. There are people who could do incredible things with their minds usually on one or two or a few different subjects or processes or whatever. But those individuals may not be capable of simple tasks like taking care of themselves. Yeah. Okay, so for content purposes, we're going to stop the Dropbox process. You can't. I, I told you. Because I won't be able to share files with you. You'll be able to share files with me. They'll be on the Dropbox I can't server. share files with you over Dropbox if you stop your Dropbox. It's it won't fine. go on your Mac. It'll it won't go fine. on your Mac. It'll be fine. You're killing the Dropbox. <laughs> I 
I will get the files you know, when I come back. Don't you know this place only friends? Here's, here's the drop button. Oh, here comes Emily. How can I drop the box on you if you kill it? I'm Mr. Holmes, here to do a continuing study so, on one who just got the drop the quick box. Dro- quick drop box button. No, no, I can't drop the box on you. That's I, right. I can't drop the box now right. on you. Can't drop the box. <laughs> what am I gonna do? You're gonna eat yourself. It's all coming to an end. I can't drop the box on you anymore. I'm being picked. You can't drop box. I can't drop the box on you anymore. No, I can't drop the box now on you either. You'll have to go pee on the clouds. Yeah, you'll have to pee on the cloud. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Who, who wants to go pee on a cloud? Ew. Nobody, I sure don't. Well, no, I, won't, I, I sure don't. I won't be able to flush anymore. Yeah. You better so Emily's here and she was on. picking on me. And she had to... They stuck her on what you call what they call utility down at the restaurant today, which is basically a lot of dishwashing. And when you're doing that at high rates of speed... Water goes everywhere. And so she came home partially drenched. Unsurprising. Very sad. That way she had her bath too. Well, pretty much. (laughs) So the speakers are up slightly so that she can also hear what we're saying without having to wear headphones. Alright, so now I killed the Dropbox process. You kill? I killed the Dropbox process, so now we're going to try and just to find out whether this is doable and and we'll see if it brings things to a slow crawl. Let's see, we're going to go into VMware Fusion. And, hey, I could also route voiceover, but loopback is too sluggish when all this stuff's running, so we'll go to VMware Fusion. <clears throat> and VMware Fusion is finally open. We're going to hit the startup button. We hit it now. So now, Windows 10. <clears throat> It's going to take a long time to come up while doing all this. If things start to break, well, that's just just the tradition of the Quick Learning Techie Show. That's when things start to break. Come on! Too old for this. I'm being picked on. That's cold and wet. I don't want it. That shirt is cold and wet, and I don't want it. And uh, what is that shoe doing right there? I don't understand. Ask it. The shoes don't talk. Hmm. So the they do. team talk is just fine. It's not buffering. Here we go. Windows sign in, and the fan's not even coming on very much either. Blank. Yeah, yeah I thought problem. it would be okay. <laughs> Submit button. Pin edit protected. Start. Welcome. You are using the core one core voice of NVDA. 
only at login. Is that and right? I don't like how one core kind of clips things at the beginning of sentences. So after NV NVDA logs in, I switch to eSpeak. How come you have one core going and login? Uh, that I don't know. It just happened. You should be able to uh, copy its uh, checkbox. Use current settings on the logon screen. No, it's a button. Use currently save settings on the logon screen. screens. Wow, NVDA took a while to come up. This is slow. <laughs> yep, that's about how slow it is for me. <laughs> well, it shouldn't be. You got uh, you got a, a pro version of a MacBook, so and you have 16 gig of RAM, so it it doesn't matter. The processor speeds of our systems are comparable. And this should turbo boost up to 3.6 gigahertz. Oh, there's a little bit of buffer. Yep. Okay. I I don't need that shirt. That's right. Yeah. Come on, Windows, you can do it. Think of classic so, what are you waiting for? If worst came to worst, I could probably be an admin this way. Yeah. Let's see, I don't want to go there. I want to go. Oh, come on, it didn't do that earlier. <laughs> Looks like you entered in something wrong. Yep, I sure did. Two people are using computers that do not know what they're doing. So I will re-put in my password. Yes, I will. Authentication 
Yep, like programming radios. Those are my yep. two purposes for the Windows operating system. Programming radios and team talk. And maybe... Maybe top speed. Top speed is a fun game. Who thinks I should put top speed on oh. here and play it during the show? It's kind of laggy. It doesn't work too well. Eh, good point. I mean, it works, but <laughs> you get a lot better performance on a regular computer. Oh, dude, we could have a, a game show one day. You and I could play a game of top speed with the modified version. The modified version. Yeah. With more tracks, different voices, version. and better stuff. Oh. Absolutely. Nah. It's been a long time since I've played that game. Yeah. I don't even have it on this desktop system. Nope. And I can put RS games on here. That'd be fun. Ever since RS games fell out of support on the Mac, I've had to use Windows for it. And... That was kind of cool. Another thing I need to do is put the Quintum C Playroom back on here. Level one can be seven. You have the Windows 10 desktop. Level zero has access. So, in order to get things to work properly in VMware Fusion and do all the keys right and stuff. Contrary to popular belief of what people like to do, I had to disable all the key mappings. Otherwise, stuff like the insert key, which is the, the NVDA, which is caps lock, would not be passed on. So I got rid of all the key mappings. So now, uh, now Granny option is alt, command is windows key. And then control is control. I'm so, able to add the mappings I want somewhat to the virtual machine. So I tried. It wasn't the working only too thing, well. You must have been doing something wrong. It worked fine for me. I just I added only the ones I wanted. I did not um, use their Windows 10 keyboard. I used the default keyboard and deleted or disabled all the other maps and added the map that I wanted. Yep. So that command is alt, option is windows. That's cool. Yeah, you can make your own profiles. Level one can be level zero, level access, one, one, one. Maybe one of these days I'll get the QC playroom on here. Now. When it comes time to give the old desktop back to my neighbor, the old desktop, I'll go into, uh, I'll be hitting, uh, oh, let's see, I'll be going into reset this PC, and it'll reset and attempt to reinstall Windows. I don't know how accessible that process is going to be, but that might be fun to do on a show at some point, maybe next week. It should it should be fairly accessible if you have sound in on the sound card without unmuting or anything like that with the default Windows 10 drivers. 
Yep. You could just start narrator up and go from there. Cool. Well, I've backed up and got everything I want off of Windows, so maybe I can do that today. We can turn things up a little bit. Everybody can hear things from. Yeah, that sounds like fun. A thing that I will miss is, well, I could hook up the USB keyboard and then have a full keyboard experience, and that way I can change the layout to desktop instead of laptop. Then I'll be able to press Control Insert Left and Right Arrow to make adjustments. Can't do that on the laptop layout. You just can't. So that's something I've kind of missed in the virtual machine. But I never I... used the laptop layout in the virtual machine. Oh. It enables I got a full use keyboard caps lock for the... as an insert key, as a, an MDDA key. You can do that without the laptop keyboard layout. Oh, Alright. Well then, let's give it a try. Let's see here. Let's see here. There's the MR Fusion. Level 127, level 11. NBA menu. Level 2, submenu D. Reference and sub-settings S. Speech to general sub-settings S. NBA settings. General mode configuration dialog. Categories list. Speech to a 14. Keyboard for 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 a 14. Keyboard Keyboard layout. Combo box desktop. Keyboard layout. Combo Speech things. Marion Tony. Yes. <laughs> it works. Wait, 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 Can do 
and the XF is general configuration dialog categories list general web 14. Speak to the 14. Mail to the 14. Keyboard for the 14. Keyboard property page. Keyboard layout. Combo box desktop. Categories. Apply button. Cancel button. Okay button. Press. Team top 5 classic. The iPhone 4 dialog. Preview. Edit 5 access 1. Defend 1. 1 level 0. I like this. Cool. Alright. Very good. So now we can do various things like insert this uh, caps lock. It's fun to get used to. Very tongue. Very dirty. Very tongue. Very glitchy. Very tongue. Very tweaking. Very tongue. Change the variance on the fly. Change the rate. Rate Rate moves off. Pitch 65. Rate moves on. Pitch 65. Inflection 75. Pitch 60. Inflection probably 100. Moist English. Marion Tongue. Marion Marion Tongue. 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 Wow, that one's got some base to it. What's the voice on? The voice. The voice? It's just there. I already went through its variance. No, no. The Make voice. Go, uh... It's 65. It's actually 75. Probably 100. Voice English Canada. There you go. Okay, that's yep. what I was after. We can change that, but... Maybe tell Anyway, so that's cool. Took a little while to figure things out, but I got it figured out, and that was fun. Thankfully, I had this extra keyboard. I unplugged it from the big old desktop, and I plugged it into the USB on the back, and yeah, it worked. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. A fun technology adventure. Getting the product key, getting Windows in there. And I thought to myself, one of these days, I could use that product key if I ever decide to build a computer of some type, just for the fun of having one built for a few hundred. Yes. I don't know how many activations Microsoft will allow you to use on a single product key, but I do know, at least based on my experience, it is more than one, uh, not necessarily at a, during a quick period of time, but I have Windows 10 running on a virtual machine and also used the same product key for this laptop, 
and they're both able to run simultaneously and remain activated. Yeah. Well, when you're buying this stuff, they do ask you the quantity. So they probably charge you like twice as much if it was more than one system. Yeah, and then you'd get more than one product key as well. Yeah. So I do know the Windows 10 Home is 133. Used to be more. Yep. I uh, usually get the Pro version though, for me, I there are some things that I use in the professional version, like the group policy editor sometimes if I want to disable something. Yeah, and plus the group help, the, the, the pro version is able to log into networks, servers and stuff for schools and businesses and things. I have a few different product keys that I've purchased. One is for a laptop, which I'm pretty sure I could use that again. Another is for this, I got it originally for the Windows 10 virtual machine. Another I got for the Linode when I was running Windows 10 on that. Oh yeah. I wanted to have it activated. That didn't last too long because the CPU use kind of went over their little threshold they have and the virtual machine stopped working quite as well. And so I uh, didn't have too much luck in using Windows as at that time. Well, what would have happened if it was a native machine? instead of a virtual machine on that Linode. A native machine instead yeah, of a virtual instead of the virtual. machine? Yeah, instead of a virtual. You said you had Windows virtual on Linode. No, no. That is Linode. Linode, Linode uses virtual machines. Right. They're oh, all virtualized. Okay. I get that one. So, yeah. Now, Linode is coming out with bare metal servers, which is like a dedicated system for, with your own hardware that you can use. But you access it and use it the same way as you would a Linode, configure it the same way and all that. Presumably, I believe, that is how it works. I will find out more when that becomes available. That could be fun. Yep. They're already coming out with certain things they want to for the network. They have advanced DDoS protection now. So if someone tries to start pounding my IP address with traffic, Linode will automatically block it. And they're getting closer to adding a customer firewall that you can create rules with, your own rules and such. Ah, so that means less need for IP tables. No IP tables needed. It depends on how good their firewall is. As good as IP tables. Oh. Probably better. Wow. They have professional grade routers and other things of that nature. So you probably you have a firewall that can is already working and ah. can already handle more traffic and such. That's right. That's very good. I'm liking this already, son. Alright, well, now, the question is, for the sake of show content, do I want to get this computer reset and ready to go back to our wonderful neighbors tonight? That might be a fun idea. I backed up everything I needed to off of it, so we could have fun. Do you have multiple sound cards plugged into that computer right now? Nope. 
by just using the connection in the back. Although it does have more than one sound card, it has an HDMI output and it has just the regular sound card, so you never know what it's going to default to when it reinstalls. I had that problem when it first got here. So that's yeah, probably the problem on the install. So maybe I don't want to do it now. Maybe I'll wait. Let's see. Let's let's take a look around at it. We're gonna pop this up a little bit. We're gonna hit Control Escape. Well, let's slow this down a little bit. So that way, everybody in the podcast can understand it, not just us experts. We're gonna go. Reset. This PC. Settings. Settings window. Reset this PC grouping. Go back to the previous version of Windows 10 grouping. Advanced startup grouping. Go back to reset this PC grouping. Go back to the previous version of Windows 10 grouping. Advanced startup grouping. <laughs> more recovery options group. Advanced more recovery options. Have a question. So, if we, ready for this, we're going to hit enter on reset this PC and see where it takes us. Reset this PC, I don't choose an option. Yeah. Uh-oh! <laughs> it's not accepting input. Did you erase our file? Yeah, we want to erase... We do not want to erase our wedding file. Uh, it's not on this computer. It's not on Jeff's Windows computer. Yep, I, I didn't get any output. Eh. Oh boy. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not getting anything that I, I tab or arrow through options. So, what we can do is turn this computer off, since we never picked any option, and it'll be as if nothing happened. Yeah, that sounds like a way to do it. And then, when my wonderful neighbor shows up again, maybe sometime next week, we'll let him reset the computer. Yeah. Settings, settings, window, reset oh. this PC grouping. I, I don't, that is all wet. I don't need that. <laughs> hey, you want to try an NVDA remote again? I'll make it work. <laughs> okay.
There you go. <coughs> Choose an option. It's not letting me. It's not letting me. But I can escape out of it. Settings. Settings window. Present this easy grouping. That's very weird. So, perhaps the resetting this PC is not the most accessible thing on Windows after all. That's funny. It was saying Matt learned something on his own quick learning tech show. Yep, that's right. And he learned it quickly. I'm on before I hit it. That's for sure. It's too bad Windows isn't command line, or I could just do rm space dash rf space slash enter. <coughs> That's not right. Like, are you watching your own server? Yes. <laughs> he ought to be. He ought to be very concerned about his server. Yeah. Okay, what kind of hood will show up? Scoutmaster B? Yeah, Scoutmaster B might show up. Go back to the previous group. Present this PC grouping. Same to you. Go back, present this PC grouping. Present this PC, I don't choose an option. Options. Yep, and the arrow keys and the tab keys don't do anything. How sad. How sad, Microsoft. How sad. Present this PC grouping. Oh well. Why don't you... Why don't you get on NVIDIA remote? I'll make it work. Hey, it's still there. Connect to it. No, it's not. You never connected that machine to it. Oh. I thought I did. No. Okay. That was a virtual machine. I disconnected that when I was done. Alright. I'm being, uh, okay. I'll try the NVDA remote thing. As soon as I... Let's see here. As soon as you... As soon as I finish getting picked on. You're not getting picked on! What? Grandma doesn't know what Granny Paw's talking about. Insert in. Why are you not working? Restart NVDA. I will. Sometimes NVDA just gets loosed. 
object navigation to use it. Ah. This won't take long. Here we go. Now it's just going to reinstall everything and then you'll be left with the setup screen after several minutes. Uh, probably 20 minutes, 30 minutes, something ah, like that. Fun. So what I was doing to uh, tab through all those options, I was pressing tab and then pressing insert up arrow so that it would read me what it was on. So the oh. reset uh, PC is not the most intuitive thing, but it does work somewhat. Right. It could be made more accessible. Unfortunately, Narrator doesn't have that kind of navigation. No, but Narrator would probably be more accessible with it. You'd use caps lock and the arrow keys to get around, and then while holding caps lock, you press space to activate an item. It's like NVDA's object navigation in a way. Yeah. 
It'll restart itself and it will reinstall the operating system without your intervention and then you'll be left at the setup screen once that is done. Good, that's exactly what we needed to do to give it back to the neighbor. That way he won't have any of my data. Yay! This is all happening on a 256 gig SSD. Is that a SATA SSD or a NVMe or PCIe? Oh, it's one that used to be in an old MacBook. SATA SSD. Once it restarts, NVDA will disconnect from remote access and right. never be seen on that computer again. That's right. Now the fan has quit. That was weird. Yeah, it'll come on and off. I have SMC fan control going on my Mac, and it is automatically set to set the minimum fan speed on the Mac to, I think, about 2,500 or... 3,000 RPM, something like that. Wow. So it's a bit higher than the normal minimum speed, but it does keep the temperature a little goes. bit quieter than it otherwise would. So there it goes. Give it about 30 minutes, and it should be on the setup screen. All then, right, from this there, time, don't do anything you. with sync thing, because we don't... Well, what I should do is store it on the... Uh, 500 gig solid state drive I have it in an enclosure first before I put it into the show and the sync thing. <laughs> you should always back up the file and back up the, um, what do you call it? What's it called? Yeah. The recording. Yeah. Yep. Until you know that it works and that the case is correct and that it's displaying correctly and all that and then you can... Uh, then you can delete the backup if you want to. Man, I'm not gonna at that point, it'll be on several different computers. This Windows just for the fun of it, save the day like it was last week. Just for the fun of it, I'm curious to know what would happen if you uploaded that file to our shared folder on pCloud. What kind of notification I may get, if any? Okay. We'll do that when the show is all. Actually, we could do that now. I would wait till the show is over. Then you can upload this latest one. Am I okay to watch a movie? Well, you can watch it with earbuds in. We're listening to see what happens with this here Windows computer that's resetting itself, getting ready to go back to Jeff. Okay, I won't watch a movie now.
Cloud's gonna take forever to upload it. That would be sad. 115 well, megabytes. Come on, B Cloud. It has to upload first before it gets to me. Just like Dropbox. Yeah. It can copy onto the P Cloud drive for you very quickly, um, but I may not get it as quick. So. Come on, a 41 megabits per second upload, you can do it. Come on, Shine. Shine. I think it's already up there. Good. Nope, it's zero bytes right now. Oh, my. Maybe the bytes went to bed. Yeah. So I'm tired. Well, it's, it's still uploading to P-Cloud, perhaps. Now, one thing to note about pCloud, they have stated that your files are stored in five different data centers and replicated. Ah. So it's unlikely that you would lose everything. Also, their, uh, their lifetime plans are for 99 years. Ah. And it's only a one-time payment. For a one-time payment of $350, I could get two terabytes and encryption. Hey, two terabytes? That's pretty good. How that much? One I, $350 one time. Oh, okay. I heard the 50, but not the 300. $350 <laughs> one time, which is better than most subscriptions in 10 years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing about it is, that's no guarantee that that's the way things are going to be by the time. 99 years is up. Not no. Us. The, there is no guarantee of that. But you could very well go 20 or 30 years and still have it available to you 
two terabytes of space yeah. for your lifetime subscription. And over that time, I think the two terabyte monthly is about 170 or something. So over 30 years, you would have paid $5,100. I can buy a lot of drive space for 5000 <laughs> Now that's my estimate based on the two terabyte being 170 a month. That may not be what it is. It may be cheaper. But the point is... I prefer to have my own hard drive and do my own thing. So do yeah. I. Until your house gets burned down. Well, well the hard drive can survive a house fire. If it's fireproof. Most of them are. You may, um, you may lose a servo board, but all you got to do is put another servo board on it. That's easy for you. Yes. I had a hard drive that didn't even survive a move from one place to another, so... That's possible. There, there's one thing that I like about file synchronization in the cloud. Only one thing. That is this. If I have files that I want to transfer to one or more systems quickly, I can do it. But my preference if I use any file synchronization tool is to use something that is decentralized so it's not pCloud, Dropbox, or anything like that, although those are quite useful and I do enjoy them. And I use them. Um, but something like SyncThing where all the files are on all the computers that you want to synchronize between, they are not stored anywhere else. The encryption is end-to-end, -end, so unless the encryption itself is hacked somehow, no one's going to have access to the data being transferred, and then they would have to know what the protocol is as well. So that would make things a little more difficult. and. You also have the option of synchronizing all the files locally between your systems so it never gets on the internet if you want to do it that way. So that's what I prefer so that all my files are just on my systems. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. If you would like, Matt, at this time, I think it would be appropriate if you wanted to start Narrator up, Control Windows oh, yes. Enter, Control Windows Enter, and see what see and what see what happens. Doing. Starting Narrator dialog. Okay, button Alt plus O. Hit space. Up. Narrator keyboard changes. We've updated progress window. Now you can do caps lock right arrow. Resetting this PC 39%. Resetting right. this PC 39%. No next now item. It will no periodically, previous item. Yeah, it'll nothing, nothing periodically else update. Resetting it'll periodically this PC update 40%. Now. Cool. How do you speed it up? You go into narrator settings and yep. you speed up the speed rate. There's no hotkey that I know of. Resetting this PC and it 40%. can't be sped up. It cannot be sped up at this point. This is all you get. Yep. It's it's in narrator under the voice settings somewhere. I'm not exactly sure where. 
ads. You have to dive through a bunch, a bunch of settings to find it. But man, I tell you what, after I get this computer all reset, setting this PC 40%. taken out of here, I'm going to save a lot of room on my desk. The, uh, the monitor will go away. It's a flat panel, but it'll save a good deal of space. And then the, the computer tower will go away, and I won't have as many wires all over the place. A couple of plugs will be free for plugging in other stuff. Hopefully you'll get some money. It was borrowed in the first place. I'm not going to get any money for it. It was borrowed. He didn't want to see me live life without a computer. But while he was, well, my neighbor Jeff was here, I let him hear the outside mics from the point of view of the Audio-Technica microphones. He thought that was cool. And he saw the new MacBook Air. He thought it was cool and snazzy. <laughs> Resetting this PC 42%. Yay, it's actually going quite quick, kind of. For all it's being asked, asked to do. So I thought it might be a good idea to reset it here just in case it had to download for a portion of the operating system. Now that's coming off of an SSD? Yeah. Yeah. Resetting this PC 49%. 49%? Yep, it's all being done on the SSD. It has a recovery partition. tried this, but what I should try is pretending I should play out a scenario where if I would have lost my Windows 10 product key, if I could log into my Microsoft account and retrieve it. I think I can. I know on VMware Fusion you can. But just in case you couldn't, I copied it and stuck it in a file in the iCloud. Resetting this PC 59%. All right. Yay, resetting Windows. This isn't the only time where we've completely formatted stuff on the show. A couple of years ago, it was time to recycle an old MacBook, and that's where we did the RM space dash RF space slash thing. We let the thing delete everything it possibly could, and the only thing that was left was enough to keep the synthesizer running and the finder. All the other apps, gone. All the other voices, gone. It's kind of cool. And then sent that old MacBook off to recycling. Resetting this PC 65%. Putting that SSD to work. Yell at the dogs. Oh. I'm not sure, but you might be able to press the power button, not hold it, but just push it, 
to turn off the computer once it gets to setup. But I don't know for sure. I'll check that out because that's where I'd like to leave it so you can set up his own accounts or whatever. Resetting this yeah. PC 65%. Some business to 65%. It just periodically updates itself. Whenever something changes, even if it's not enough for the voice to change what it's saying. Yep. So, what is I going to miss this hardware? In some ways, I'm going to miss this desktop. Go wrong. Eight cores. 3.6 gigahertz. Is that an Intel processor? It's an AMD. Oh, okay. Yep. From my experience, those are very good processors. Yep. Um, Resetting this PC 65%. AMD, it's got four physical cores, eight with hyper threading. And uh, it runs very well. It still works what, uh, quite well. Um, and I've got this laptop with the Intel processor. It has eight physical cores and 16 with hyper-threading. Wow. It works very well. If I wanted to, I could disable hyper-threading, and I really don't think it would Resetting this the PC 65%. Um, with everything I do. Right. But I can be, I can be editing files on the system, and it will not increase the processor temperature more than a few degrees, and the fan speed will stay the same. Well, that's because it's not even really working very much. With all I can do. No, it's not. I'll tell you though, taking that thing around gets hot, and it's heavy on my lap. Yeah. So it's it's portable, but it's not the most portable computer that you would have ever seen. Well, if I were point to a voice every 25 seconds. Something like that, yeah. Yep. If I were more into the, you know, maybe putting Linux on something, it'd be fun to have something like that. this PC 82%. 82%. 82%. It's getting closer to being done. I would say so. And then when it gets done and restarts, we'll try getting the narrator going to make sure it goes to the setup screen. Resetting this PC 82%. Come on, Sean! You can do it! Sean! Is Jeff Blige? No. He drives. Um, he works at a company that builds medical devices. Oh my! We have a new arrival on the server. He can still. He can still. He can still be flying. I mean, he drives. Oh. Resetting this PC 88%. Looks like. I may need to do the auto move thing in the future with the bot. Just auto move you people have the in bot here. set up, so it should work. Yep. 
as long as you don't have your screen locking on your Mac, it should stay connected. I like having it lock, because then, you know, if I get up and walk away, this PC nobody can do anything to it. Well, for some reason, it seems like it's disconnecting things when the screen is locked. Yep. Did it disconnect as we were talking, and I left it locked for a long time? Did it disconnect then? It has not disconnected then, but there may be things going on now that are preventing it from going idle, which would perhaps right. put oh, it in okay. a standby state. Yeah. If you have the Mac set to go to sleep after a certain amount of time, that could be causing problems. And that MacBook Air is so fast that you wouldn't even know if it's asleep. Right. You just hit a key and it, it responds. Yep. That's right. Well then, maybe sometime this weekend I'll reconfigure things. Given that uh, energy saver stuff. Yeah, I turn off energy saver usually. I don't want my Mac going to sleep on me. I can use command option Q, I think it is, to control, lock the screen. Control by. command Q. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, I think so. Let me look it up. Yeah. Lock screen, command control Q, yep. There's, uh... Does the Macs use what the Apple IIe's used to use on their keyboards, like the open Apple and the closed Apple? Nope. Those are very different keyboards. Oh. Okay. I guess they replace open Apple and closed Apple with uh, the two alternates. The command and option. The what? You buffered. The command and option keys uh, to the left and right of the spacebar do stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's where the open and close apples were. I don't even know what those keys are. Open and closed apple? Yeah, I've never heard of them. Okay, well they were on the Apple II E's and the Apple II's, all that. Apple II GS, GLS or whatever. Apple II GS, yeah. Yeah, GS. That was a good computer. I think I had an Apple IIe once and I used the arrow keys, the enter key, the escape key, and then all the keys on the keyboard to type. When do you have game. an Apple IIe? You're lucky. Those are I good computers in 1985. I, I think the School for the Blind had one and I was allowed to have it at my house for a while. They had <laughs> that would have been huge to carry around, let me tell you. It had a screen built in and everything. Built in. No, the Apple IIe did not have no. a built-in. A lot of folks have the, the keyboard, and then the drive is on top of the keyboard, and they stack the monitor on top of the drives, and it was all a stack. They did yeah. that too, but they didn't have to be that way. That's just the way people stacked them. That was if it was a monochrome monitor. <laughs> Maybe that's how it was set up then. I don't remember much of it. But you didn't about. carry it. <laughs> 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 that was huge.
It had ribbon cables going everywhere and all that stuff. Yep. It had two floppy drives if it was expanded to that. Yep. Uh, but the thing about it is, a floppy drive back then cost you three hundred fifty dollars. I think I think there were two on the one I used, and it was those five and a quarter inch floppy disks that were floppy. Oh yeah, they all were. Yep. They're noisy. If you don't have a disk in them, especially. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They didn't make much noise after the initial. Nope, but sometimes they did. Not very often. And they just go. Yeah, if you uh, tried to read a floppy disk without a disk in it, though, it'd let you know throughout the entire house. <laughs> of course, they had different drives. You know, they weren't all the same. They had different styles out there. Some were louder than others. But you know what? What? You can poke fun of those at those computers all you want to. But rest assured, the majority of them are still out there and able to work. Yeah. I believe it. They built it when right Apple back made their days. own stuff. When Apple made their own stuff, they made it properly. Yeah. It uh um uh, uh, you know, floppy, floppy drives and all that. You know, they're still working. Now, Apple doesn't make their own stuff, but they apparently have strict quality control standards, although some of that stuff, I wonder if it passes, because I've heard about people having problems with their items. It's all made in China by children. Machines. Both. Or both. I was going to say, if you could teach a kid how to build a MacBook Air, I want to learn how to build a MacBook Air. Well, they don't know how to build the MacBook Air. All they know is put, you know, put the iron to this or solder this wire to that or snap this to that. That's all they know. They don't necessarily know what they're building. Oh. Oh. All they know is they, they they might know it's something that's going to the Americas. That's about it. Hmm. What these could MacBook Airs, they're too. built real solid. I tell you what, they're super thin, and there's no way you can get them apart. <laughs> well, all their stuff is designed where you have to use the pry tool. They also may build various components in China and ship them here and then assemble them here. Well, I don't know. Or, or they send them to Mexico. Yeah. You know, Apple makes so much money. They have so much revenue that if they wanted, they could, they could do all their manufacturing here in the U.S., and not charge any more for their products 
for the end user. Then narrator dialogue. Okay. Button. Turn off narrator. Button. Okay. Microsoft account window. Window setup. Basics. Step two of five. Basics. Try. Let's start with region. Try something. Is this right? Try pressing. Try pressing escape. We'll see if we can. All right. Well, that didn't work. Try Alt F4. Let's see if you can close the window. Nope, that nope. didn't work. All right. Um, United go States, ahead and two hundred and forty of two hundred and fifty. You don't I want to go through the whole setup process, right? Yeah, we do not you want to go through the setup process. We want my neighbor Jeff to go through it with his own info. All right. So. Um, Hold it down and close shut it narrator. Off. Close narrator. Press uh, control, control bar. Windows Microsoft control. account window. Exiting narrator. All right. Now, just press the power button and keep your hand on the computer to see if it turns off. If it if it doesn't turn off after I don't know 30 seconds a minute or so, then go ahead and after that hold it down and let it shut off. And it should should be okay. Not too much background activity should be going at that point. Yeah, they should be okay. Alright. Yeah, this doesn't vibrate much. I think... I think I'm still hearing fans on it. See here. Narrator dialogue. Nope, it didn't turn okay. off. But exiting narrator. So we'll just have to force it to turn off. The mean way. Well, the narrator may come back on with him. No, no I turned it off. If they wanted. Shouldn't, anyway. You know, so it may come back on if it didn't get a chance to save it off. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. It, oh, well. If it does, they can deal with it. It's off. That computer is ready to go back. It was fun having it around. I was about, I was about running my estimate too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thirty minutes. Not bad. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Goodbye, Windows. It was nice knowing you, Windows. Wait. There's something in this house still running windows. Not fair. Not fair. You have one listener currently and a peak of one listener. Oh, one with a peak of one. Hey, listener. Hope you're having a good day. Send a message on whatever you found the link on, if that's how you did it. They probably found the link on either Facebook or Twitter. Uh... Either the Edified Access or KD7QLT feed, one of the two, or Facebook. But that's where I posted it, so yeah. Tell me how you like the show. Let me know if you like this how to reset the computer content. Or we purposely made it lose data. Let's go back to VMware Fusion for a minute. 
Windows! We don't want to run Windows! We just got done deleting Windows! Did you just close Team Talk? I will. Yes, and every time on Windows before you shut down, there are two things that you do. You check for updates, and then you get rid of all the temporary files. So since it's lying, we tell it to check for updates, and they usually find something. Uh, yeah, they'll usually find your Windows 10 uh, antivirus definition. When you check the updates, it gets it at a greater interval, but they're not automatically pushed to you Every 12 hours is when Windows will update those definitions, unless you check for them sooner. Yep. I think they should change that. They should be pushed to the users. But they'd overload the whole uh, network if they did that. Nah. That'd be fine. They have multiple data centers in multiple locations with multiple servers in those data centers to load balance and high network capacity. And I'm pretty sure about all that. I stated as if that's what they're doing, but I'm pretty sure about it because they have so many people going to their site, downloading things, getting updates, all that kind of stuff. So yep. they'd have to have something like that. Would this be the appropriate time to talk about the Ellis Darius Fun Drive? Ellis Darius Foundation Fun Drive, New Hopper, we've installed. Why don't you set up a PayPal money pool? For your Ellis Darius Yeah. And then tell people where to go to get it. Why don't you set up a PayPal money pool? Why don't you set up hey, a GoFundMe? My, my, my PayPal money pool brought in a whole $10.10. That's right. Yeah, but that was from yourself. No, it was not. It was from Matt and Caden. And Caden sent me $0.10 cents and it cost him $0.20. Okay, so we can do some disc cleanup. We're going to hit Alt-S to do even more disc cleanup. Alt-S, Alt-S, It loses focus, so then we go back to it. I would I would close out of Team Talk with Alt F4 before you shut everything down, so that it will properly save. The
Start clapping. Yeah, I already closed out of team talk, so... Yeah. Justice You didn't have anything anything selected when you pressed enter. Good point. But yep, it so worked. it just connected to the last thing that was used. Alright. Goodbye, Windows. Bye. Bye. Here's another thing you can do after Windows is shut down. Go into the general settings of the virtual machine and go to clean disk or something Oh, like yes, that. I told it to do it automatically. Oh, okay. I missed startup and shut down sounds. Do you have a compressed copy of your virtual machine with all of the programs and such on it that you want? Um, the virtual machine's already about as compressed as it's going to be. No, you go to the virtual machine in your virtual machines folder under documents and hit uh, voiceover shift M and go to compress. Oh. And you can compress it into a zip file and you can back up that zip file, right? You know about compressing virtual yeah, machines, I right? I know about compressing them, but they're already as compressed as they're going to be. It really won't save any space. It will. The okay. backup, because you need you want to back it up. So yeah. and I've compressed my fifteen gigabyte virtual machine down to ten. So oh wow, that that's pretty substantial. Space. Yeah, and then you know it takes five ten minutes to decompress, but uh, yeah, that's not bad. It stores a clean stores a clean backup. As long as it's a clean backup, because sometimes compression can affect things. As long as it doesn't change any file permissions or nothing, that's something to keep in mind. It does not. Okay. Cool. Well, then I will do that before I back it up. I pretty much got it the way I want it, so... Yeah. Goodbye, Fusion. Just make sure the, make sure the disk is clean and all that before you uh, exit. It did it automatically. Um, usually when I do it, it just... Okay. Yeah. All right, we had a fun quick learning techie show. Yay! Yay! So we're gonna end this soon. All by ourselves. Yep. Yeah, we only have a uh, listener. I don't know. Found out. Haven't found out. Didn't get any messages from him. I'll just double check to be sure. Let's see. My latest alert. From eBay. So, nope. Maybe they're listening. Yeah. My virtual machine of Windows that I turned on to demonstrate audio routing 
is updating, and that's the original reason I turned it on to update it. I keep that virtual machine up to date just in case I ever need to use it again. I can. But I doubt I will. You can also synchronize settings between computers with the latest Microsoft stuff. You have to be logged into a Microsoft account to do that. Right. I'm not. I chose not to go that route because I didn't want to deal with that. I prefer my accounts to be local on the system only. Oh. I, I didn't don't want like too much. My, didn't affect me too much. I don't want my data on my computers, even if it's login data, in the cloud. No. I don't care for that. It, it won't affect things too much, but sometimes there's some things that you got to deal with that are kind of a hassle. All right, well, this was fun. I'd like to thank all those who showed up, contributed, chit-chatted. We had a lot of fun today. We did some stuff with computers, and it was great. I learned something. All right, so another week. Hope to do this again. Maybe a few more people show up, like they said they were going to do last week. So we'll see what happens. With that, it's almost time to go. Everybody have fun. Don't follow. Don't work too hard. Enjoy technology. Oh. And we'll be back later. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye, bones. Don't fall. Ew. Don't ew. Who wants to grab the poo and win the game? What? Who wrote that? That is. That sounds dumb. Okay, bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> That's a game. Oh, how terrible. That's a game. Let's we'll talk about that on next week's show. <laughs>